Oh, look, there's a story rolling around today. They're not even telling us which state, which I think is a good thing because they're protecting this 14-year-old boy's identity as mm. best they can. Right. Um, but, like, surgeons in some state in our fair country had to, um, well, they tried for many hours to remove a golf ball from a 14-year-old boy's bottom. Um, he was just having a play, <laughs> and then it just got stuck. Oh, I'm not sure if I like how casual you just said that. Well, <laughs> I mean, come on, everybody. He was just playing with a golf ball in his bottom. What's wrong with you all? No, but no need to go on about it. <laughs> you, Nothing to see here. If you've got any friends that have ever been um, like young doctors through emergency mm. departments, Lucy's probably experienced this, Rosie. The stories they have about what people try and put in their bottoms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. just phenomenal. And yet she continues, right? <laughs> and yet she, I've tried. <laughs> Could you shut her up? I, no. Uh, we're just going to let her keep going with her things in bottom story, all right? No, but uh, you know what I... I know a bloke who tried to put a tractor in his bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I toy one. No, but you know what I find? The funny bit, because the boy's fine. No, no, no. The boy is fine. Right. Can I just say that? But did what he get I, it out? Yeah, okay, they perfect. did. But they had to give him lots of laxatives. Yep. So it was the laxatives. They tried all manner of trying to extract this golf ball. Yeah. But what the doctors... The surgeon's advice at the end of this story when I was reading it. Now, I know most people don't get to the end. You know I do. It said, if you're going to want to insert a small white ball, yes. don't do a golf ball because the dippling on the golf ball does not allow for suction. Whereas, what if you... sound in- advice? <laughs> Wait, what? I'm no. Wait, if you insert, what's the other white ball that's very same size? Oh, table tennis ball. Ping pong ball. Yeah. yeah. It can be extracted because it's got no dimpling. Yeah, I know. We've been to Thailand. So there's, <laughs> there's your advice. Show. There's your advice. Make sure it's the ping pong much more easily extracted you, than um, a dimpled golf ball. Imagine the boardroom meeting at golf ball shops around. We've got to put a warning on it, guys. <laughs> what? We've got to put a warning on the golf ball. What are we going to say? Don't stick up your ass. <laughs> What are you talking about? No, you got to... We'll get sued. That's the world we're living in. It's crazy. In the good old days, you can just do it at your own risk. Exactly. Honestly. Uh, Thank you, Tanya. I'm never going to unsee that now. Well, look, it's a curiosity thing. Is it? Yeah. My husband, apparently, when he was tiny, about Mm. five, put marbles up there. Yes. Yes. So if you know Michael and you see him today, just call him Marble Arse. Yes. He'll come from me. He will so appreciate you saying that on air. (laughs) But but a kid, curious. Yes. It's just another orifice. They put them in their ears, their nose, their bottoms. I was a curious kid as well, Steve. I never shoved them up my bottom, did you? Look, (laughs) just to try and take the heat off, Michael, yes, a basketball once, but... um, Luckily, though, to, I mean, this is true, there was a warning on it, <laughs> and it said, won't fit up average male's bottom. <laughs> so I didn't try. <laughs> Will you stop with these stories? <laughs> well, they're just out there. Uh, <laughs> you're finding them. It's <laughs> Tanya and Steve Triple M. We've got a first inch to play with you next. Your chance to win. Oh, look, there's a, there's a golf ball. <laughs> Some really good tickets. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Turn it up, loud because feel bad. You feel bad? Mm. You shouldn't feel bad. No, but I was a witness to the crime. Really? Kind of. Ooh. We're talking... That's right. Deadbeat dad and redhead. Tanya and Steve, number one in Newcastle with McDonald Jones, the Hunter's leading home builder. Live from the greatest city in the world, this is Tanya and Steve. We get up, we get dressed, waking up, Newcastle's best, live and free. Triple M's, Tanya and Steve.
out of me. Why? Downloaded the listener app yesterday. <gasps> oh. Well done, you. Reason being, I had downloaded it, lost it. It's a long story, but then I went, oh, I'll get back on it. And what are you doing that for, Steve? Oh, so I can listen to me <laughs> <laughs> in our podcast. Well, it's easy, L-I-S-T-N-R. And if I probably don't even need to tell you because if you're listening yeah. to this, you've probably got it. That's yep. right. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So hello. And oh, uh, no. I too am a listener. Listener. Thank you. Okay. All right. So, yeah, podcast. Here we go. Here we go. This is today's show. Enjoy. Young son breaks arm, busy talking to Steve on phone. (laughs) That actually happened, Tanya. What the hell, Risey? Theo is but 19 months old. Mm. Your adorable little teddy Theodorable. How the hell did you break his arm? I like, though, that when I was talking to you, in fairness, because Theo started screaming in the background, and, you know, as all good deadbeat dads, keep it down talking to Steve. <laughs> oh, you don't know this yet, Theo, but he's a pretty big deal. <laughs> and what then I had happened? to say to Steve, I was like, actually, Steve, I might have to go. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, time and place, okay. what was going on? So, as you guys know, I had to leave work a little bit early yesterday, yeah. like bang on 9 o'clock, because uh, my wife was working, kids at school, yep. I had to go home look after Theo. So, I was hard at home, I went home, went to Bunnings, went home. Playing with Theo in the backyard, he was walking around, running around. I had to get the washing off the line. Turned around for one second to get the washing off the line. He was running with a cricket bat, and he just tripped over. And running with a cricket bat. <laughs> how old were you? How old were you? Nineteen months. Nineteen months old. <clears throat> running with a cricket bat, he fell over, and I think his arm got caught under the bat as he landed on it. You know oh. what I mean? So he just landed really. Wasn't even. I've seen him so stack it, it way bigger. Is it forearm? Is um, it? Yeah. So it's a yeah, yeah, okay, fractured yep. distal radius and ulna. So the two bones in his arm. Yeah, and his two forearm. bones. To be really honest with you, mate, forearm would have been good enough. But anyway, we'll go. <laughs> well, you're talking to an ex-occupational therapist That's over there. That's all. And um, his arm. Um, so, so we went to the doctor yesterday. Um, big shout out to Redhead General Practice. Hang uh, on. Um, you're married to a doctor. She was work. Lucy was working. All right. And very busy, like <laughs> like Theo's father. It's like, oh, darling, Theo. I don't know. I think he's broken his arm. I'm Busy. So the only thing worse than Theo <laughs> breaking his arm yesterday was the fact that it happened on my watch. Yeah, I know. You know what? Dad uh, watch. Yeah, Dad Matt, watch. Let's make it about you, right? That's good. <laughs> let's make Theo's injury like Theo, about rising yeah, sorrow. Couldn't fall over Theo in front of your mother. Ah. You had to do it in front of me. Little what, brat. <laughs> what did Lucy say? Uh, she was pretty upset and not 100% <laughs> happy. Did she say that you are a... Uh, did she say this? No, she actually she actually said that I did a very good job under stress. Oh, yesterday. so you didn't oh, tell so her about our phone call? <laughs> oh, I left that part out. Hey, what time did it happen? Hang on, I'll look at my phone when Steve was talking to me. <laughs> Roughly that time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Why so, museum plaster? So, yeah, so um, the GP yesterday, um, she put like a back slab plaster, yeah. so just, just a bit, yeah. and we're waiting to talk to the specialist today. But he has to get a fiberglass cast all the way up to his shoulder. Oh my god! That the poor, poor thing. I'm a, I'm applying to docs. I'm adopting. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I tell you, you can't what, be trusted, Ryan. While you and you know, I think with Theo, I agree. Yeah. Mm. I'll come with you because I'm keen to get Lily. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You've got too many, and you can't control. Well, and you can't, can't look, look after, after them. them. The yeah. trouble is, though, in all honesty, if we did do that, we wouldn't get much fight from Ryan. <laughs> I was like, what time are you coming? <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor little So it was a big day oh. yesterday in the uh, in the Stewart household and um but yeah, he'll be he'll be okay. He's pretty tough. Yeah, okay. He'll be fine, but I mean that's horrible. Mm. We've still got the rest of summer to go. True. And he won't be able to play in the water. He's fiberglass, no. yes he will. 
Oh, can he? Yeah, fiberglass. fiberglass he, he will be able to oh, get it a little yes. bit wet. Yeah. But first can, thing, funny when he said fiberglass, I went, "Oh, he can swim." Can he swim? He'll be. I think he'll be able to swim. Yeah. I've done ask doctors, mate. Yeah. They don't know. They just throw me. Wow, come a long way since don't get that wet. Yeah, oh, no. definitely. But the worst thing is, like, because he's a kid, because he's like, he's so active. Yesterday afternoon, even when it was in plaster, he's trying to climb stairs and he's uh, running around. Yeah. So I'm he like, doesn't know. You're going to fall on it again, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, See? Look, okay. His son, all of the, and then still abuse him. We've got to get to docs at 9.05. <laughs> Sorry, I retract, I retract that. Come statement. on, mate. Little oh, Theo. Poor little dog. Isn't he the only child you have that hadn't broken anything? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Everyone breaks something in our house. <laughs> even, my, even, my, even my mum said, I wonder what's happening with their little bones. And I'm like, Mum, I think it was just an accident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what you call an accident, we call an investigation. <laughs> Tezza! Tezza McKenna talking about the Australian board riders battle on this weekend. G'day, Tez. Morning, Tanya. Morning, Stephen Risey. Good to have you guys back. Thank you, Tez. Thanks, Tez. Now, Big things happening, mate. Yeah, it's uh, the 2023 Hyundai Australian Border Rides Battle, Steve, this weekend at Newey Beach. The best 24 surfboard clubs from around Australia and over 100000 bucks in prize money. It's the biggest event of its kind in the world. So uh, this is the 10th ed- edition of the event, the first time ever that Merriweather hasn't qualified or they don't have a wild card. So they're actually going to have to battle all the other Newcastle clubs for the final spot in the trials on uh, Saturday morning. It's going to be very exciting. Okay. All right, and what is who's your pick? If you had to put money on it, who do you reckon? Uh, gee, I mean, there's so many great clubs coming up. Uh, you know, these are the best uh, surfboard clubs from right around Australia. Uh, North Narrabeen's always really hard to beat. If Merriweather makes it through the trials, they're going to have to beat East End and uh, the uh, Bay Boardwriters got a great team this year. So, yeah, but uh, one of those, uh, Snapper Rocks or Merriweather or Narrabeen normally take it out. It's live on Foxtel all weekend, and there's lots of other stuff happening. It's one of my favourite events of the year. It's a teams contest, so it's a bit different to your regular one. And we actually have a, a perfect forecast for the weekend. So come on down and use the public transport, park at the Pink Elephant Markets, and catch the tram. It's going to be awesome. What sort of prize money are they throwing around these days, Tez? More than a hundred grand, Steve. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, a lot of money and heaps of uh, special awards that are worth like five and ten thousand bucks each. So. Uh, uh, they're splashing the cash around, and I tell you what, Newcastle Beach looks amazing. They've done a great job at dressing up the beach again. It is my favourite spot to run a surf con, but I've, I've said that over the years. You know, I love it. It's a great venue. It's a natural amphitheatre, and uh, I just can't wait to get down there on the weekend and make some noise. Are you commentating, or are you singing and entertaining the crowd, Tears? Both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing both, actually. I'm uh, commentating during the day, and then we're... Uh, doing an official uh, gig at the Grand Hotel on Saturday night. There you go. Good on you. Not far to walk to his gig. Yeah, tell everybody your band name in case they don't know. It's Roxon, R-O-X-Z-O-N, thank you. Yeah, Roxon at the Grand. And the Grand is looking awesome too. Yeah. Freshly opened up. It's all been, exactly, it's been pimped out. It's all like mahogany and leather down there. The whiskey bar down the bottom is amazing. It's the old bourbon stained carpet. Yes. For those of us, like Tanya and I, it used to be called the Underground, remember? And now it's just, yeah, it looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's still called the Underground, but it's just, it's a jazz club now and it's really cool. You've got to check it out. I don't like to put the word jazz. In front of anything, Tess. I, I, I find it keeps people away. It's going to be rough this weekend, <laughs> Well, look, sounds like a, a, a wonderful weekend down there at Newey Beach and the Grand. Go and see Tess rock it out. All right, Good Tess, you, thank mate. you.
Great to talk to you. Thanks, guys. On you, Tez. There's Tez McKenna, <laughs> our resident surf reporter here at Triple M. You know, I love that. You know, I know we've talked about it before, but Tez, to go through his entire life with his dream and yeah. singing on stage, he's doing it. And yet you never encourage me with my, my bongo solos. <laughs> <laughs> Why Tez gets encouragement and you won't book me, I don't know. It's going to be a scorcher today, about 34 degrees, correct? Mm. Yeah. So I thought today would Muggy. be... Yeah, horrible. I thought today would be a good day to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's going to be hot. I want to know, firstly, it's a couple of parts to this question, but the first question I have is, who, which Aussie men, high-profile men or men, yeah. would you listen to and take advice from? Like, a, I guess a bigger question is, who would, who do you trust and admire to listen to? Oh, wow. That's a big question. It is a big question. That's a massive one. And it's directed at men only. Okay. Not women. None. <laughs> that doesn't go very far. None off the top of your head or just none? Uh, so off the top of my head. Yeah. I'm, and I, no, I'm working hard up here, don't worry. So my brain's working hard. If someone's trying to give you a life-saving message and trying to better your world, there isn't anyone in Australia, high profile, doesn't matter what background, you won't listen to anyone. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is a big, that's a big question. Yeah. Wow. Because there was a boardroom that a few people sat around yes. not so long ago yeah. from the Australian government and from the Cancer Council. Okay. And they've decided that these two blokes are the two that Aussie men will take advice this from. This is going to break my heart. Is it Scotty Ken? No. Howdy, mate. Who's this guy? In the event of a sunny day, or even if it's cloudy, harmful UV rays will drop from above. Please, flop on some sunscreen. Apply to all areas where skin is exposed. You can help others before applying your own. In the event of a water evacuation, <laughs> reapply some sunscreen. Two in three Australians will be diagnosed with skin cancer in their lives. So, being sun smart can save your life. Do what you can to <laughs> slip, flop, slap, seek and slide and enjoy a sun-safe summer. Oh, you have no idea, people listening, the blank faces I'm getting in the studio. Because Nothing. the boys don't know who this is. Who is it? Do you know? No idea? Rising? No, no idea. There's two famous Australians in there. Yeah, but hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how loosely that word gets thrown around these days. Seriously. I know. I'm a celebrity kind of, no, well, actually, I was on one show, but get me out of here. I mean, it's out of control. Well, those two blokes are apparently the two that you guys... Mm-hmm would listen to in order to get your sunscreen on because too many Aussie men are falling victim to skin cancer. And this, Tanya, is why I haven't got one to look up to because <laughs> if that's the best they can do, obviously the well's a bit dry. Michael Klim? You know who he is, Yeah, Michael? yeah, yeah. yeah, that we yeah, haven't the, heard of for uh, 20 years? No one I'd rather take advice from is a bald uh, Olympian from uh, 1998. <laughs> and the yeah. other one, Brad Hodge. The cricketer? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you, is that it? Are you giving me a no? You're not listening to these two famous sporting icons of Australia? <laughs> oh, my God. That's well, you know what? I'm actually really happy with my original answer. <laughs> well, who would you have put in the ad? Compared to them, Molly Meldrum. <laughs> at least he could have showed his butt and said, look at that. Get some sunscreen on, it'll look like this. <laughs> Honestly. I can't, and I'm now still trying desperately to think of one. <laughs> Apart from Molly, I think Molly's a good server. Okay, well, look. <laughs> so true. You blokes, you're honestly, you're hard to deal with. <sighs> Michael Klim. <laughs> He's I know. full tan, I'll brown, olives. And like I'll guarantee you, because we all know how lazy execs are, I'll guarantee you Brad Hodge was delivering coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and they went, didn't you used to play cricket? <laughs> well, we'll look, put him in. Anyway, the message is... 
please, fellas, get some sunscreen on because you're letting the side down. Mm. <laughs> well, maybe Cliff should have said, don't move to Bali, it's worse here. <laughs> Tia, I bring this up because you know how much I've been wanting to see the latest Irish movie who's... The Banshees of Inner Sharon. Thank oh, you. Yes. Okay, so I, I just said to my son, BJ, yesterday, mate, you know, why don't you check the movie... Tanya loves it, you know, and he did like in Bruges yeah. when they're together. Yeah, Colin Farrell, you Brennan Gleeson. And, and he's standing, you know, at least he was listening. Yeah. Well, no, that's a, that's a plus. Mm. And he's standing there looking at me, so, you know, there's one on at four o'clock, do you want to go check it out? Oh, mm. uh, no, no, I'll be right, all right now. Anyway. Oh, no. Yeah, no, okay, but here's the thing, I added it up, that's the fourth movie I've asked him to come see with me. And I know there's a couple there that he was keen. Well, you've got to stop doing it because he doesn't want to go with you. Thank you. <laughs> it's true, though. Thank you. It took me too long to realise. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, though, I did think, well, you can't get there yourself. At least look at me as a ride. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, oh, come on, it's pretty dark. No one will see. I'll wear a hat. Plus a free ticket as well. Uh, I know. Well, I'm sure you'd buy the tickets. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, but yeah, you're right. It just occurred to me, okay, even that's over now because no. I was thinking somewhere dark. That's uh, a shame. I know, but uh, it just occurred to me as you go older and, uh, you know, as your kids get older, those things that they suddenly don't want to do with you anymore yeah. and you can't do with them. And oh. you know what? It's different for every age because yeah. they, they can be five yep. and suddenly they're not getting in the shower with you anymore. Or do you know what I mean? Yes, like, that is true. I'm yeah. so glad you said five. But, but, yeah, but, but that's true. what I mean. Like you, Absolutely. It, until they come become a body aware, and then they go, "No, I'm not coming in the shower," or yeah. "You're not coming into my shower." Luckily for BJ, though, because I'm so body aware, <laughs> never happened. <laughs> but, but <you laughs> know, I don't. I don't want you to see your future son. <laughs> but you know what I mean. It, the, things drop off at different ages. That's so true. And oh. you have to mourn those little. Oh, that's over now. Absolutely. Yeah. The, I found the the few paces behind was the killer. Yeah. And I reckon he's about 10. <laughs> you started early. Yeah. Is it early, is yeah, it? Yeah, that oh, is maybe. early. Because yeah. it's, like, it's usually high school they want you to walk behind them. Right. Or even yes. Oh, like maybe 12-ish or whatever. But yeah, yeah okay, yeah. you're right. You probably might have been a high school thing. Yeah. But yeah, it was like, you know, we're going for a walk and where is he? Yeah. <laughs> if you've noticed something Way back there. is happening in your world as well with your kids, we'd love to hear from you. What what aren't you doing with them anymore? Yeah. What just won't they do with you? One, triple, three, five, it's three. Something you used question. to enjoy. And yeah. the heartbreaker is when they used to love it so much. I know. Oh, and right. then and it's them that pulls the pin on it. Oh, yeah. And you're the one that has to get used to it. This is why as parents we should get revenge. <laughs> what way? Get it early. Well, we'll destroy their fun. <laughs> oh, can we go to the beach, Dad? No, I don't want to be seen down there with you. <laughs> oh, How's that yeah. feel? How's that feel, you little brat? <laughs> All right, well, what can't you do with your kids anymore? Best what? caller as well. We'll get some Red Hot Chili Peppers tickets as well, if you can Ooh. give us an example, yeah. The, well, there you go. Very yeah. nice. You know, he actually... Would he go to a concert with Well, yeah. He, I, to, oh, no, he, he was going to come to Elton with me. Yeah. Right? yeah. I couldn't make it a long story, but anyway, he ended up going with his mates. Yeah. <laughs> he was much happier. You yeah. saw him. I did, I saw him. He eventually <laughs> came with me. He wouldn't go with Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to give that away, but yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Oh, Tanya, cool. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it must be with four, it must be really hard. Yeah. Have you noticed anything, particularly with Stella, your oldest? Actually, the I, I was trying to think of an example, and when you, as soon as you mentioned the um, the bath or the shower, <laughs> yeah. we, like, you know, um, we all used to kind of get off and, um, like, get our clothes off yes. and yeah. go skinny dipping in the pool and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, I can't, can't do that with Stella anymore. She's nine. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, she doesn't want to see that. No. I don't think Dad should be skinny dipping at any age, mate, <laughs> in the pool. Imagine everyone else at the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to try to do it just in-house. Okay. okay, just the family. Just the family. Now, did okay. you do that with your pool? 
Um, no, I didn't. Thank you. No. Thank you. I, oh, thank, so you not, not, yeah. not thank you for bringing some respect back to the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Look, maybe once or twice, Steve, but yeah, we don't that, have to. No, no I'm, not, I'm talking about down. you and Michael late night, Dolly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello, Sonia. What's, uh, what about you, mate? Uh, when they stop walking, letting you walk them into school, you have to pop out the front, let them out of the car. Oh, yeah. it's sad. <laughs> yes. It's very sad. Yeah. Yep. I've definitely seen that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and it happens very early. What age? Uh, well, my oldest is 19, and I think he started about 10. <gasps> You're an embarrassment, yeah. Sonia. Go Sonia, on. Oh. I know, I know, but then I've got a, a 12-year-old daughter that's in high school, and she'll still let me walk with her. Aww. I always found, again, I'm, I must be a revengeful person, Sonia, because when I realised BJ didn't want me to, I would drop him at the end of the street, then I'd slowly drive. When he got to the gate, I'd yell out, <laughs> I love you and don't take drugs! <laughs> <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Janine's at Raymond Terrace. What can't you do with the kids anymore, Janine? Well, everything because he's 17 and, of course, my mum was just an embarrassment. But <laughs> the best example I have, it's heartbreaking, Tanya, is I was, he was very affectionate little boy and at about 12, he gave me a kiss and a hug in public in, I don't know, I was in a servo and I was dropping him off from school. And then I was pushing him away because I was in a hurry and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy behind the counter was about 18 and he said to me, don't ever do that. He's showing you affection in public. One day he will not do that and you're going to miss it. Oh, my God, Daniel, I miss it every day now. Aww. He doesn't do it anymore. Oh, Isn't that interesting? It's beautiful and it stuck with me. Mm. Isn't that interesting that a, like a young 18-year-old saw it, True. noticed it and spoke about it? That's yeah. incredible. That, that is, yeah, public uh, <laughs> displays of affection. Yeah. That's out the window, isn't it? Get off me! <laughs> Strange man! Gillian, <laughs> what can't you do with the kids anymore? Oh, they're holding their hand when you cross the road or anything uh, like My son's really 16, I still put my hand out and he's sleeping hanging. Oh, yeah. and that's so cute that you'd try, try though. I know. You could try I, know. <laughs> I get the feeling, Gillian, you don't think your son's too bright. <laughs> <laughs> Dee, what can't you do with the kids anymore? It's not so much what you can't do. They do get to a stage where they realise that, hey, if I go with mum or dad, I'm going to get a free ride. So they do. those tables do turn and you do the full 360 and go back to doing things with mum and dad because they're going to pay. Absolutely. Yeah, when's that happen, guys? Well, um, I, I noticed it probably about 16, okay. 17. Yep. I've got an 18 and 20-year-old now and both of them... More so my daughter, who's the 18-year-old. Uh, she's more than happy to go with me and do things. Um, we went to probably not radio, morning radio appropriate, but we went to Magic Men the other day, and she was more than happy to go with me. Um, she's more than happy even just to go out for dinner. Aww. At one stage, they stopped going out for dinner with us, but now it's like, oh, if we go out for dinner with mum or dad... Um, they're going to pay, and uh, yep. we might as well go get a free meal. <laughs> so, so loving, and <laughs> it makes you. Oh yeah, no. As long as you pay, they'll love you. <laughs> yeah. um, the wow. may- maybe we sh- you should take them to Red Hot Chili Peppers then, Dee. Um, look, if I even for um, Ed Sheeran, my daughter rang. Um, no, 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 Dee. We're giving you tickets to see Red Hot Chili <laughs> oh. Peppers. Really? Yeah. No, I'm taking them back. Yeah. We'll give them the song up. You guys like, would you go to the Chili's? No, I'd rather Ed Sheeran. No, that's... <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> You're welcome. It's on Saturday too. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Oh, Post Malone. Tickets on sale from lovenation.com.au. But uh, D, hold the line. We will give you those for free. Yeah. Come um, on, kids. Okay. Let's go to Magic Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there you yeah. go. Swings. Uh, it's going yeah, to come around soon. Common age 16 there. I What's know. That? Common but, age. But they do come back. Yeah. Yeah. They come yeah, back all the way. Yeah, they come back when you promise to pay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heartwarming. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. It's dangerous, Steve. Triple M. Season this year, don't you think, with a little bit of controversy off-field? Very much so. Thereabouts within the NRL, not just Knights. I'm talking the whole thing. It's a little bit different this yep. year, isn't it? Yep, the Players Association in talks with the NRL. It'd be good to get it out of the way so we can focus on the footy and get excited. Yeah, 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 because it feels a bit like crickets as far as the excitement with, um, I don't know, usually by now we've mm. talked to a million players and... We're all getting revved up and, and yes. can't wait for yeah. that first ball to be kicked. Yep, they've got to get some stuff out of the way and sort it out. Yeah. But we thought we'd catch up with Peter Parr, Director of Football with the Newcastle Knights, just to see how it's all going. Morning, Peter. Hey, morning, guys. You sensing that a little bit too, Pete? It'd be lovely to really you know, get all this sorted so we can just focus on that uh, back on the paddock. Yeah, it's a little frustrating, isn't it, uh, for everyone? Uh, I think for, for all involved, in, you know, I'd imagine the NRL. Mm. And, uh, and I definitely know that the players are frustrated, uh, you know, not only the uh, the NRL team, but the NRLW players as well. Um, you, you would have thought that, given the amount of time they've had to sort this, that it, that it would be done, but uh, not the case. So let, let's hope they're in some talks uh, today, um, you know, and, and let's hope for everybody's sake that they can uh, yeah, get something sorted. Do you know, Peter, I've got to be honest, the one question people ask um, <laughs> me in about football, because that, I think they think we know and we don't, um, mm. is that what what's happening with Kalen as far as the investigation? Will the NRL ever re- release the, the outcome of the investigation from the t- toilet cubicle incident? Well, they did. They said that he wasn't in breach of any uh, uh, of the um, NRL rules. Well, okay, the rules, but I mean, as far as you as a club are concerned, um, being out drinking all that, you feel like it's been addressed because the fans don't seem to feel like it was addressed. Oh, it was addressed at the time, yeah. Okay, uh, and I'm not going to go back over, but uh, uh, you know, it was investigated. Uh, he was found not to have uh, uh, been in breach of uh, any rules or his contract. Um, I admitted at the time it wasn't a good look, yep. but uh, uh, he hadn't, um, yeah. It was a night out. Um, as I said, it wasn't a great look, but as far as uh, breaking any of uh, the rules, uh, there was a thorough investigation and uh, he was found not to be in breach and, and we said that at the time. And he will be our captain and he's all good for next week? Well, I, I think that uh, he's looking good for the second trial. Whether he plays in the first trial, I'm not so sure, but uh, certainly applying the second trial from everything I've been told. I was having a little bit of footage uh, last night looking at it with uh, Lockie Miller from Cronulla coming in and they call him the excitement machine. He certainly is. It'd be great to get him on the paddock. We've moved Ponga to six. It's, a, it's promising. It is promising. Um, mind you, they haven't played a, a game together. No, no. Nor, nor they've had a training session together yet. Oh, uh, but uh, uh, it, it might take a little bit of time, but we're, uh, we're really excited about Lockie Miller. Uh, he's... Uh, as a guy with exceptional speed, he's a gifted athlete. Uh, we think that he'll uh, he'll add to our squad. Um, we sign him predominantly to play fullback, so Kalen can play in the halves. Uh, got a couple of other options at fullback, and uh, and also Lockie can play, a, you know, in our belief, a, a couple of positions. So 
look, uh, he's um, a guy that, that people would enjoy watching play football because he, he is exciting. As far as um, this is a huge year, isn't it, with a lot of players uh, coming off contract at the end of the year, um, some big names amongst them, including Dom Young. How, how, when do you start putting pen to paper with these, these fellas or do you going to just wait and see how this, the season rolls? Well, with Dom, uh, we, we'd hope uh, at some stage in the next few weeks he might put pen to paper. Like uh, we've been in constant dialogue with his agent. I don't think it's any secret that he's um, decided to go and meet with some clubs. Um, he, he's entitled to do that, and, and a number of players choose to do that. You know, when they're they're coming off contracts. So, uh, but we're in good dialogue with his agent. Um, we're we're confident that he'll stay, and uh, hopefully that'll be, you know, as I said, uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, but but with the other players, um, you know, they will have to play some football. You know, we're not we're not coming off a great year, mm. uh, so I think we're entitled to wait for a little while and see how they uh, perform. Uh, they've done exceptionally well over the the preseason, but uh, the proof will be in the pudding when they start playing. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll just hold our powder until uh, you know we see how they they play. It's often, you know, because the most un- most spoken about but most unseen person, and you get to see them personally, is the player manager. And we always say, when we hear about the player managers, just picture a checkered suit, false moustache, and a bit dodgy. Yeah, that's a pretty good description. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Just so I can, but people ask. And I go, well, you know. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're good guys. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I think that one, one thing that, that clubs have to do is form very good relationships with player agents because they're, uh, you know, obviously pivotal to what a player does. They have uh, the players trust their agents as they should and you you need to form a good relationship with the agents um, uh, because uh, they're not going to go anywhere. Um, people's, people often give them a bad rap, but uh, it doesn't matter what you think of the agents, they're not going to go anywhere. Um, and and my, my dealings with agents is the majority, if not all of them, are, you know, are, are pretty good guys, to be honest. Peter, are you? Uh, is there any doubt in your mind that players will take to the field for the the, the games next weekend and the weekend after? And the season is n- under no shadow of players not turning up um, for the matches because it just feels like there's so much mm. still going on in the background mm. with the players' association and the NRL. It, nothing feels fixed yet. Well, that, that hasn't crossed my mind. That's not the feel I get talking to our players. Uh, mm. I, I don't. Uh, I. I Look, I can only give you a personal opinion on that, mm. and uh, uh, my my personal opinion is that that, that won't happen. Uh, I get no uh, feel for that whatsoever. That there's any a- appetite for that. Um, you know, most of their uh, action at, at the moment is doing, I suppose, what, what's the right word? Maybe you know, soft soft action, just trying to make a, a point. And uh, I, I doubt, that, you know, that. They won't, you know, I doubt they'll take that sort of action. Uh, see, geez, I hope not. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you go through this, Peter, but Lockie Fitzgibbon claims that uh, he's the reason that our show's number one for his uh, weekly thing. Mm-hmm. Tells anyone who listens. So uh, how's he going with the Knights? Because he considers he's got us sorted. Mm. He, he's pretty good at claiming things, Lockie Fitzgibbon, in my dealings with him. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> How about that? <laughs> but, uh, he's going well. You know, obviously he had a... You know, he, he's had a bit of a wretched run with, yeah. with yes. injuries, and uh, you know, like so. I, I, I would think that if he can get his body right, from you know everything I've witnessed over the preseason, he's doing everything possible 
you know, to get that body right. And uh, uh, if he does, and you know, he's a very, very capable footballer. And, um, you know, he, he, he'd be a guy that, that if he comes into the team this year and, and is injury-free, you know, will we'll really add to the uh, team. You know, uh, uh, he's a leader around the club, really good guy. Um, you know, he's got all the qualities, and uh, as you bloke, uh, as you, as you, you can, well you can call me a bloke. It's okay, Pete. No, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> no, 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 Trev is right, sorry, mate. Trev, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. The good hey, thing is, so Pete, uh, don't worry. I I grew up in Stockton. Everyone's a bloke. That's yeah, right. And, and the Just thing, let Lockie know that his name, as far as we're concerned, is still in pencil. And the thing, <laughs> and the thing about Lockie, he's one of only a handful of Hunter born and bred, and we'd love to see him do very well yes. and hopefully get another pen to paper for him. But the other thing, Pete, we've started talking about it today. We've started talking to the fans and encouraging them to get those memberships. Um, it's been a horror few years. So what is your? what do you want to say to people to encourage them to part with their hard-earned for the season ahead? Well, I think we've got the club tracking the right direction. You know, I think that if you have a look at the team this year uh, compared to the team that finished last year, that we've added, you know, we've added Jackson Hastings, we've actually Lockie Miller, Adam Elliott, um, uh, you know, Brett Hedswink, they're all high-quality players, Tyson Gamble, um, you know, we got some young guys coming through, like Oren Keeley. Like, like, I think there's a lot to look forward to, uh, and the players are absolutely invested in, in making the team uh, as good as they possibly can. And I think the standard of the football um, right across the NRL will continue to improve. So, uh, you know, we we got a real goal, obviously, to improve our home record. Um, and, you know, I, I think there's a lot of hope there. I think there's some real light at the end of the tunnel after... Uh, uh, you know, a, a, a season where we struggled last year. All right, Pete, uh, just one more thing, if you can give us your mobile. Very hard man to track down, mate. We don't want to go through your five uh, people. Just give us your mobile and we'll just ring you during the show anytime we like. How's that sound? I'm taking that as a yes. Okay. I've got to be careful where that mother gets sometimes. We wish you all the very, very best and we can't wait to see the boys take to the paddock next week. Thanks, Peter. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks, no guys. Peter Parr, Director of Football with the Newcastle Knights. Forgot he's a Stockton boy. Yeah. Go the Knights. Yeah. Let's hope it's a better season. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <sighs> it's the Sharks next week, isn't it? Uh, who knows? I think it is. Yeah, I think First it is game. the Sharks. Yep, yep. I've got to get my head around it. Daniel and Steve's. On the line. Just quickly, Pete. The most common question I get asked, yeah. knowing that I have a 16-year-old son, yeah. is, Steve, what's an SA? Oh, Eshe, yes. I used to wonder what an Eshe was yeah. as well. It's the most common question I get yeah. asked. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the hardest thing to describe. Well, what is and your then, description? Okay, I just say Adidas, Adidas, tracksuit, top and bottom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, usually a mullet. Often hang out at train stations and just walk out. Guess, uh, what do you got, brah? Yeah. Eshe, brah. Um, yeah. A little Eshe, bum bag as And well. they're kind of like thinking they're from an 80s gang. Yeah. Mm. And uh, most of them can't fight on their own. Yeah. <laughs> True. All right? Yeah, I, yeah. I, good description. I get asked so often yep. if anyone wants to call through with a better description because that's... I get asked that so often. Yes. And it's now in the news, you know, Eshe, and, you know, the car I drive occasionally, it's kind of known as a Walter White Eshe, and sometimes they yell that out at me. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and I'm not an Eshe. <laughs> Do they? Yes. And, and isn't there a Hungry Jack story rolling around? Oh, they, yeah, well, see, it's a, it's a clickbaity thing. Hungry Jacks have just uh, said that anyone under 17 coming into our store, this is in Perth, um, has to have an adult with them. Uh, it's been then led on to because of Eshe's. Right. Uh, but that is kind of... True, yeah, because they're in there mucking about and all that gear. Okay, but um, it's more they've just written under seventeen, and someone's taken it to the next level of right. the beat. Yeah, it's a very fancy name for such a 
strange little yeah. corner of society, isn't yeah, it? Very yeah. much. Where does it come from? Yeah, I'm not Don't sure. Know. Again, that's what gets hard about it. Yeah. If anyone's got any knowledge on it, because it is, it gets hard yeah. to describe. Yeah. Well, I think back in the day we used to call them kind of like homies, like a homie G. Kind of, very yeah. much so. You know? But now, yeah. now it's only the Esha. The only thing missing is they don't have a giant clock uh, <laughs> around. around a necklace like uh, Flavor Flav. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I'm doing my best because I get asked it so often, I thought I'd just throw it out there. Esha, hey, hang on. Here, Jace has given us a... Pink Latin it. from Sesh. Meaning drug or cannabis use session, oh. okay? Oh, Esha. Esha, yeah. bruh. Yeah, bruh. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah, and their voices all sound like that too, by the way. Eshas okay. are inclined to crime and violence. Yes. It finishes up the same. That's right. That's what they mean to be the hungry jacks. It's not very aspirational for our children, is it? No. <laughs> yeah. Kids, don't be an Esha. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, turn it into a negative, please. Yeah. Many conversations with kids. Uh, I think they're a minority. Yeah, good. You know what I mean? That's good. good. It's almost like a put down. Yeah. <laughs> what are you in a shape, bro? Yeah. Let's keep <laughs> that going. Good, good to know. Tenure and Steve's. Take that. Rewind it back. Throwback Thursday. Oh, look, I don't care what anyone says, T. As soon as you heard the music down the street from Mr. Whippy, that meant that his ice, he had no more ice cream. <laughs> oh, no. That's what Dad told me. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, no more ice cream. No, no more. He yeah. <laughs> yeah, plays the song when there's no more ice cream, boy. Oh. Why is Get back it? inside. Every ice cream man, though, did use the tune of Greensleeves. Funny you say it. It did start in England, because that's where they originated. Yeah. And I'm not sure as to why Greensleeves, but, but apparently um, it was non-threatening and but very, no, you know, recognisable. Henry VIII wrote it, didn't he? I think so, yes. Yeah. Henry VIII wrote the song. And, and, it became and a hit because if you didn't like it, he'd chop your head off. Exactly. Don't you love that? Everybody, here's my song. What do you all think? <laughs> um, but it's weird that even, yeah, okay, so it's English, but why did we use it here? I know. We could have picked anything. Tell you what. That's true. I know, you know what? We haven't got time. We've got to go to the news shortly. We're coming back on the show next week with a list of songs that Mr. Whippy should play. <laughs> it's so Absolutely. true. I'm on it. What I'm sure there's yeah. some ice cream I... related songs <laughs> you can put on there. You know, even mention ice cream. Even summery type songs. Yeah. Be better than green sleeves because to me it's creepy. We've got to you do expect that. a man in a clown suit, oh, don't you? Absolutely, holding a red it, balloon. It sounds like oh, yeah, it sounds like it, it, it does. It yeah. should be driving. Yeah, there's a couple like there's a one he tends to. He or she tends to hang around um, nobbies and things like that. Yeah, but they don't drive around. You go to them. Oh, yeah, yes, they park now. But is yeah. there any? You know, I still I don't, don't know. see. I don't see much around now. I actually thought I heard one on the weekend because it was so hot over the weekend. It's going to be hot over the next few days. But it was. I think it was my mind playing tricks on me. It was or, like a mirage. Or if you ran outside and you just saw a retired couple with the windows down. And the <laughs> <laughs> they just listening to the radio. <laughs> yeah, a bit of green sleeves yeah. on. But I'm curious because I know the one that we see is the one with the, you know, you buy the boxes and just a, sure. like an old school bell rings. Sure. Uh, oh, but yeah. not the actual Mr. Home Whippy guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because they're, oh, oh, they're so good. Yeah. I, maybe they just stopped. Maybe it was a... Because I don't think they exist. No. I haven't seen one for you. I haven't seen one for you. Again, years, I can't give you a hundred percent because my dad did say no ice creams with the music. Later down the track, though, when I asked him, and I took it for real, I said, "Why did that stop?" And he said, "Because too many kids were getting run over." Oh, mm. oh, oh running that's in front of, Running in front of the ice cream man. Oh my god! Which and then he backed up by going, "Which is silly because he was out." <laughs> but no, no, he—that's the legit thing. He did tell me that because we got talking about it. I had to go at him about you used to say the music meant that you were out of ice cream, yeah. and where did they go? And yeah. he went, "Oh, mate, I read." This was years ago. Yeah. Running over children. Uh, the, too many children running in front of oh, it or whatever. It's terrible. <laughs> I'd like to paint the picture a little different, though. No. I don't mean there was a guy dressed as a clown running kids <laughs> over. <laughs> the most popular entertainment. We're here to be entertained. That's entertainment. That's entertainment. The E-Spot.
Hey, look, um, today I'm going to take you back to 2003. Ooh. 20 years ago, wow. there was a young vet that was plucked from obscurity. Oh. Most people knew him from surfing at Merriweather Beach. Gotcha. But he made his television screen debut on... Harry's Practice. That's right. With Dr. Harry. God, I loved it when he used to talk to us. I'm talking about Dr. Chris Brown. I remember when he'd answer our calls. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And then uh, he very quickly, because he became a celebrity almost overnight, yeah. he moved to Channel 9's Burke's Backyard, mm-hmm. but he spent the last 15 odd years on Channel 10 doing a multitude of projects. He has. The living room. Um, including project. Yeah, including project. <laughs> yeah. And this show. Has been a part of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here with Julia. Julia, tell me how long that's been going. Julia Morris, yeah. We're talking about him now. How long has that been going? Because I'm, oh. I'm thinking three years, and I bet it's yes. seven. It's got to be like almost ten. In Australia, maybe probably no. seven seasons. What? Yeah. Six or seven seasons. Yeah. Really? So wow. it's just been announced overnight um, that Dr. Chris Brown is leaving Channel 10. You'll see the final series of I'm a Celebrity in April. Right. Um, and now he's just signed a, multi- a multi-million dollar contract, they say, a million a year, um, with Channel 7. But no uh, what kind of show? No. James Warburton. Remember, James used to look after the supercars. That's True. When we first met him, well, yes. he's the big boss at Channel 7. Okay. He said, watch this space. I'll let you know what Dr. Chris is going to be doing for us at Channel 7. Right. But it comes also after last year, it was announced that um, the living room, of which he's on with Amanda Keller, Miguel and Barry, they were resting that. <laughs> That's so... a new word in TV, if you don't know, by the way. <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not uh, making it up because Amanda feels the same. We're resting it. Oh, so you've accessed it. No, no, no. No, no. Resting. He's putting it on the shelf. Maybe <laughs> no, no, no. Later. Yeah. No, no. So, so that good on him. Yeah. So he must have thought, well, not much on offer here. Uh, away I go. I wonder what it is. Is Channel a million seven. a year a lot of money, do you reckon, for a contract that no one knows about? Well, ten like... and I on triple that. <laughs> exactly. Are we? A day. Oh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I reckon um, they overpaid him. Yeah, in telly, I don't know. Seriously, I don't know anymore. Do you, did you say overpaid? Yeah. Because what would Carl be on to do the... Carl? Yeah. Five, four, mil, five, ten mil? Like okay, the... well, maybe they got him for a steal then. You've got to start box. reading New Idea again, mate. <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you. Get him up to speed. There you go. Okay, Dr. Chris Brown, a million bucks a year. Just to do an undisclosed project. Okay, let's go. Morning, Chris, if you're yeah. in town. <laughs> Rising doesn't think you're worth it. Absolutely. Chris's family are most definitely here listening. Oh, yeah. He's pretty... He's good. He's I, great. I've got to be Chris. honest, though, and all of us listening, everybody, be honest, that your wage doesn't get discussed on, on media. That's true. It, you know, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Like, Chris walks down the street, hey, well done, million a year. Uh, you'd follow him to the ATM, wouldn't you? <laughs> 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 you would. <laughs> oh, there's our e-spot here at 8.30 every morning at Triple M. This is 10 and Steve. Morning, everyone. Yeah, we want you to explore the possibilities and all the savings that you can find at a McDonald Jones display home. Um, there's heaps of them right around the Hunter. Pop along, because guess what? What? Oh, sorry, I was going to say, just reminded me of when you went, because you did the group, right? Have yeah. a look around. I only got a photo of her in this giant room that held wine. I said, is there any more to the house then? And she went, who cares? That was one of the big ones. Really, yeah, they are yeah, worth just having a look at. Yes. You know, it's not about you getting that one in particular. It's just to give you an idea of what you can do. It's pretty and cool, it? doesn't it? matter what size you go for. There's yeah. a massive $60,000 off you. Drew McDonald Jones home right now. McDonaldJonesHomes.com.au. Check it out for yourself. Now, this uh, we talked about this on Tuesday when we were talking to Texpert Trev. Yes. Because um, I got a notice from Netflix around 2 a.m. on Tuesday morning telling me that someone had signed into my Netflix account. Mm-hmm. And usually they're just alerting you and yes. going, if this was you, no problems. But this time for the first time, I got a notice saying, um, remember, 
we only allow the people in your household to use your account. Mm -hmm. And we asked Trev, well, are they just empty threats? And he Mm. went, absolutely not. In a few months, they will be bang. They'll be able to check somehow. They will, and they'll knock people off your account for signing in regularly from a different location. Mm -hmm. So it means people like my mum and my son Mm -hmm. (laughs) are going to get knocked off my account. uh, That's uh, Raymond Terrace in Brisbane. (laughs) The Gokka. Well, yes. Yes, Gold Coast and Somerset Park. Oh, there sorry. Yeah. My mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't want Glenn to yell at me. <laughs> um, but as for you, yes. who would that mean for you? Uh, Mayfield and Mayfield. Mayfield and Mayfield yes, are going to go. Yes, uh, Karen's gone, BJ's gone, that's it. All right, buggies. <laughs> what about you, Ronnie? No, we, we're a one, we're only the one family. Cheap. <laughs> you, you haven't got any friends and no one's hooked no into one. you here. no one's hooked into it the only thing I did was go um, halves in a KO thing about two years ago with a friend yeah and that finished right mm. wow you're a, I think you're a rarity oh, honestly I think we're ra- we are rarity because a lot of people I know do sh- do the share thing like sure. you guys oh yeah it was one of the greatest things about it wasn't it, it? Is. so we want to know in a couple of months, who's going to be kicked off your Netflix? Yeah. One triple three five three. Give us a call right now. We'd love to talk to you. As pointed out, you're not kicking them off. No, no it's Netflix. Netflix is. Yeah. Netflix is kicking Thank them off. You Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> well, it means a lot more money for them if everyone they kick off our, our Netflix is going to have to take out their own accounts. Yes. Um, how much money will that be? Well, there's two accounts, for instance, they're going to get straight away with mm-hmm. my parents and my son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you, you go. Know? And will we- they both join, though, do you reckon? Mum and Dad won't. I'll have to buy it. Yeah. Because they won't know how... Not because they're cheap. No, they no, just no, don't no. know how to do it. Do it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Lork will, because he'll want Netflix. No, nah, you'll, you'll still have to get that. He's not, <laughs> he's not 40 yet. True. So now you're Tenya, three lots Tenya, of Netflix. I, I have to tell... Tanya, the money stops at 40. Okay. Okay, because where did they get our inheritance? Right. Okay? <laughs> you know what it's like. I do. Yeah. Uh, and I'm in the same boat. Like, that face of BJ is week on, week off with us. Yeah. But, yeah, my place, sure. But if you go back to Mainfield, Netflix will cut it off. Yeah. But they'll be like, no, 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 I'll put it on there too. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Cherie's got someone that's going to be getting cut off. So, Cherie, who's going to get kicked off your Netflix? My 88-year-old mum in Tamworth. Aww. <sighs> Have you given her full warning? <laughs> I only just spent, like, a week trying to teach her how to use it as well. So, <laughs> they can't chuck your mum off in Tamworth. That's I, awful. No. It's horrible. It's literally all she has. Now, Cherie, to answer the question, though, all right? Are you going to yeah. drive to Mum's and get it on for her? I probably will. Yeah. Of course we're yeah. going you to. You know what? All that's going to happen is those of us with accounts is just going to be paying double or triple yeah, for everybody that we love. Here we are going, well, good on them. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's probably trying to get rid of the hangers on, but no, it's actually going to, well, particularly parents, let's face yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Barb's at Rayworth. Who's going to get kicked off your Netflix in a few months, Barb? Pretty much our whole family. There you go. We've got nice. family. Yeah, we've got family in Queensland. We've got in-laws. We've got all the kids that have moved out of home that use our account. So yeah, there's going to be a few unhappy people. <laughs> yeah, you know, just, you know, this just dawned on me when my daughter Jasmine was here from Holland. Because she got onto that place, she watched it right, and she saw you know names and things like that, and saw Karen's name, and she said. Uh, can you do that here or whatever? I don't think she knew that you oh. could. 
No, no, but you should have seen her eyes sparkle. Oh, yeah. She wanted you the passive word as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm not sure if it's international. Yeah. Should we know? I think it is. <laughs> so that's a next level. Yeah. And, like, someone was saying to me, how are they going to police it? Like, how are you going to be able to, like, for instance, if you do go travelling, mm. as we did at Christmas time. And you just plug in your own you at the hotel. And you plug in your own. Well, see, that's, they've got the, the ability to go, well, no, they must be on holidays because um, it's only a few sign-ins. It's if someone is logging in regularly. Okay. From, from a, different... a different location, oh, okay. that's when they'll start kicking people off. Right. So you can still go on a little holiday and, yeah. and, and watch still a use it. show. Yeah. yeah. Just remember, everyone, though, when that friend or relative rings, oh, what? What's happened? Oh, no. It's like, no. Nothing to do with me. And it isn't, is it? No. So they're just going to drop it. 100%. Okay. You've been warned, you <laughs> rule you breakers. <laughs> it's Daniel and Steve. I've actually got to figure out, mate, how many accounts I'm on, <laughs> meaning someone else's. Yeah. Do you still use Tanya's Disney Plus? No, that was that was EP Nikki. Yeah, she uh, used my Disney yeah. Plus. You know, um, no, did you? I, no, you, no. I thought uh, no, you chat was it? Oh, sorry, Shane. <laughs> oh no. Oh, look Why at that. Oh, what's that commercial break? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Start your day off with Tanya and Steve, and save this summer with sixty thousand dollars off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Turn it up, loud and clear, because Tanya and-